The door opened to a flood of summer daylight and shut with a resounding slam. Pastor cleared his throat. As I was saying, the film crew will arrive and set up in the park tonight. Filming begins tomorrow. Grace twisted her purse straps while he finished explaining about the movie shoot. It took him forever to finish the weekly announcements and say the closing prayer. She leapt from her seat on the Amen to hurry outside in Maggie's wake. What was that all about? Grace's sandals slap-slapped her acute embarrassment as she headed down the concrete steps to the park benches. Don't you think having a movie filmed in Cherryvale will help keep our businesses open and... What? What in the name of Granny's good sense is Pastor thinking? Maggie stood with a glare and stomped away from the bench where she'd been waiting, taking long strides ahead toward the parking lot. This town will not be the same when they leave. You watch. Hush, Maggie, they'll hear you. Grace managed a tight smile and nodded at them, keeping her own voice hushed. Our Vacation Bible School can use their donation if we send enough volunteers. He read the script and approved it. Using the Lord's people for evil gain, that's what those movie folk are doing. It's what they always do, Maggie insisted with a stomp. Expose our young people to wicked Hollywood influences and disrupt peaceful communities. You should recall better than anyone. Grace gaped. How on earth could Maggie still carry around that ancient grievance? That was so long ago. Besides, why can't we be a good influence for them? Cherry Vale is the flip side of fast living, after all. The first Sunday of her retirement, Grace resisted letting Maggie's sour mood ruin this glorious golden summer day. The cherry blossoms had dropped, and their sage-green canopies swayed and danced in the morning sunshine like young girls showing off new summer frocks. Grace's winter coat rested in its cedar chest, and even her cotton skirt and light sweater felt too heavy. She pulled sunglasses out of a straw handbag and slid them on. Twins Cassie and Carson galloped up to them. Like colts escaped from the barn, the kids' energy level soared with the summer vacation excitement, a rainbow of laughter over the cloud of Maggie's gloom. "'Hey, Miss Grace, come play chase with us!' Cassie giggled and chased Carson across the green lawn. "'Not now, honey,' she pointed to her sandals. "'Don't have my running shoes on. Maybe later.' "'It's got that old guy, Jeff Field.' Connie McCoy bounced past, cell phone glued to her ear, voice squealing in teenage glee. And Tiffany Lane, too! I loved her in that street racing movie last year. These kids can't go ten minutes without those things stuck to their heads. Maggie switched sermonettes without skipping a page in her impromptu lecture series. They're all growing eardrum cancer. I saw a piece on 2020. Grace was glad for the change of subject, even if it was another rant. Maggie, ever since you moved back to the Vale, you've been watching too much news and picking out only the bad. My kids got me a cell phone for my birthday, and I think they're handy. See? No butt-dialing here. Grace slid hers out of a special pocket in her purse and flipped it open to demonstrate. She looked up, but Maggie had launched her own search expedition into Purse Everest, 
Grace's nickname for her ever-present enormous bag. Maggie's mass of red curls bobbed as she plunged through the deep cavern trolling for the prize. All I have to do now is remember to plug it in, Grace muttered. The low battery indicator flashed at her as she slid it back into its pocket. Mark wants to know I can call someone if I need to, since he's at the hospital till all hours. Her tummy growled, reminding her that it too needed recharging. Where shall we eat this week? The bypass buffet or the lunch bucket? They're all pagans, Maggie's voice muffled up from the depths of her bag. Unwavering from her anti-Hollywood soapbox, they'll trample all over town with their Scientology and piercings, and who knows what kind of cigarettes. Hey, Miss Grace, Connie skipped up to them and peered over Maggie's shoulder. Miss Maggie, that's the biggest purse I've ever seen, hiding bodies in there. Grace stifled a giggle as Maggie shot Connie a unit eyebrowed glare.